Marty and Justin are here tonight from Art History Review. Um, they're recording the whole thing, so anybody that shouldn't be here, you might want to. If you're on the run, go night. I before Saturday, before it was out on Saturday night. You're not in it, you're not in it, you're not in um, it, don't worry. It's when you're in it. Back on. And, <laughs> and um, I guess now we're going to the main thing. Um, Stephen will talk, Stephen and Paul will talk more about how that came about. Um, I just want to say that like, we've done some bottles of some great places. We've done Palace Bar and Puppet Whiskey Shop and James Barton's and some icons of Irish whiskey. Certainly York is the icon of Irish whiskey in my mind from a Belfast, from a Belfast last point of view. You might be up there in jerk, you know, just from from Thursday night pints, Norton Graff and the around the corner, you know, with a bomb plan to to run upstairs to disco on a party or Saturday night. Um unbeknownst to me, my, my wife and I both went there for about five years and never met each other. It was probably too dark. Um, but I mean, it, it was just, I mean, it, it's certainly your front of hand. They are they're legends and icons are used too much, but I mean, it's a proper, true icon. Do you know, not just for whiskey, but for a Belfast bar in general. Do you know, I mean, nobody, people do it as well. Nobody nobody does it better than the jerk and, 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 and the front of hand. I think we all sort of know that. Um, not just not just from the number of video bottles or just certainly off every wall, but just the soul of the place too. I'm a massive Yates fan and you know, seeing the cradle song on the way up the stairs from the disco or or seeing um, the old print press around in the back bar with um Cross of Heaven. It's just it's just it's a different level. Different level, you know, um, and um, on so many levels so We've done a lot of similar casts. We've done a few similar casts with you. This one's that. This one is special. Do you know Amory's used to Amory's used to hashtag Whiskey City and I'm one friends. I think that's actually true tonight. You know, I mean, it, it's one that I'm personally really proud of um, because it's the, the, the inner kid in me who sat down there and had pints at 20 years old. You know, is just screaming loud. You know, with delight. You know, because just you know, this was just yeah. So um, and I guess it's. You know, whenever we took Dumbbells on in 2012, it could have went either way. We were very aware that we might have got criticism for taking an old brand on and profiteering or living up an old brand. And I think we overcompensated for that. We overcompensated for that by putting stupidly good whiskey out whenever we could. And that was part of that overcompromising. Over you know, we would never, we wanted to never have anything to level that is that we were just taking an old brand and taking a shortcut or doing you know, our idea was taking an old brand, put it back to the top of the world whiskies. Partnering up with the Jerry York kind of hand is, you know, is phenomenal. I mean, it, in so many ways for me it's a it's a that's the wrong word, you know, but it's a recognition of the high board dumbbells has come to, you know, that we can that we can stand side by side, shoulder to shoulder with something that's massive with Jerry York in front of hand. You know, so I'm just yeah, I mean, I can't put in the words just how proud I am. Do you know what the whole team? Do you know, Amory, Peter Clare down there, Stephen, Seamus, Graham, Shane, Lynn, especially. Do you know, um, there's a lot of hard workers in there. Anybody that knows us knows that we're, we don't scream and shout. We don't scream and shout nearly enough. And, um, but yeah, this one that we're going to enjoy tonight, this one's special. So I want Stephen and Paul to say a few words about how we got here, and, and then we'll practice to the open. 
Paul's looking for his bus now. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> even like just Jared mentioned earlier that between 2009 was a it was a bad time to be opening up a whiskey distillery. There was a huge recession, but people don't realise where Irish whiskey has come in 12 years. I was selling whiskey to him 12 years ago during that time, and it was it was probably the only place. Probably here in Bittles was the only two places you could go to that you knew you were going to get an order. And there wasn't many places that sold whiskey. I mean, I, I think back of the... I used to work for a whiskey shop in Dublin and people talk about Redbreast Castring and this historical whiskey and people rant and rave about it. The only time we ever sold a Redbreast Castring was when someone mistaked it for Redbreast 12 and the staff had actually given them a different bottle. And is that, that's where Irish whiskey was. People weren't drinking Irish whiskey, but then you've guys like Paul and Willie Jack, who turns and will actually, this is where it's made. We should be promoting this. We shouldn't be promoting. And as, along with a Willie O'Hearn in the Palace Bar, it was like, why are we going into Irish pubs and seeing 200 different Scottish whiskies? And in the corner, we have five Irish whiskies. It's not what it's about. Let's actually get behind and support support all the brands that are out there. And it took people like Paul to actually do that, but to promote them. And then when the friend at Ham Whiskey Shop came around, I remember, I remember Paul said to me, and Willie said this, and we're thinking about opening up a whiskey shop, and I said, Jesus, and is Belfast ready for a whiskey what? shop, is it? And Paul said, but in one day it will be ready. And to the same context as that, and I can't even remember like, a few years ago with Ray, and you were, you're twiddling your thumbs. I mean, it's he's probably still doing that now. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, and there was nobody looking to buy Irish whiskey. And if you look at now, there's so many people in Northern Ireland who are getting a career out of Irish whiskey when there was nothing apart from the the one or two brands, and only there wasn't young people drinking whiskey back then. And now it's it is really really trendy, and it's down to people like Paul. Uh, who have been champion Irish whiskey when it wasn't really that popular. No, uh, well, we always, at the Duke of York, with a great class of whiskey for years, and people were coming in, and tourists were coming in, and they were, what can I buy that? There's a go see Stephen in the Celtic whiskey shop in Dublin. Why do we have to stand in the Dublin? Why can we have something in Belfast? The crowds will come. And talking through the years, and Stephen became a good friend, and they went to Dublin's, and it was great. We came over one day, and he says, what about a class of Dumbles? Bring it back to the hardest city. Dumbles, the big county ground of Belfast. And I grew up a stone's throw from Dumble Park, where she was touched on, where the Dumbles family donated to the area, the people. Just, just want to bring something back to Belfast, give it a bit of heart. Wish I could go down to Kirkcalman, but get Dumbles in the city, get the two in the way. As in every bar in the city, come to Belfast, run a local whiskey. Why not the Dumbles, a big ground like that? So, two and a row with Steve and, and Jonathan, I pick a cast. I will do it stack with cast, I'll do it lockdown, we're up and down, taking samples, trying different samples, and the team are great. And just the vases all the way, they're the experts. We, we, we can sell it, but they're the experts. We can sell the whiskey. But they put together this beautiful bottle, and the presentation will taste shortly, and it is totally exceptional whiskey. We've done it with a few other brands, but this doubles means very close to the heart because it's from the city. And through the years, we long for this. Dumbles collection we've had in the bar for years. I'm very proud of it. So I'm glad to have this today. And Stephen, maybe I'll talk you through it. Where it came to. Like even I think the most 
And I think everyone from the distillery, the most disappointing thing for us was that our first single cast wasn't released in Belfast. And the two key customers that we wanted to do it with was probably the two most high profile customers in Ireland for whiskey. And it was the Palace Bar and the, the Duke Yorker, the friend that had. And when we were releasing the whiskies, it was like I was all Paul, like, listen, you have your first dibs on what cast you want. At the moment, between Graham, Jarlath and myself, we think these are the two best casts that we've tried in a while. What do you think? And in fairness, hindsight's a great thing. They, they were similar. And Paul turned out and says, well, how do we make this difference? I mean, they are quite similar. We don't want to release a 20-year-old. There's a 20-year-old release. We don't want to release another 20-year-old. So what can we do? And a couple of months previous, there was a Cast seventeen seventeen, which was originally in Oloroso, and went into PX early. Well, let's just see transfer this into PX. And are you happy to release uh, it at twenty one? It's going to take a year. And so yeah, let's do it. So we haven't released the cask in Belfast until we got to this one, and it's been kind of slowly maturing away in our stillhouse. And as if, you, if anyone's been there, it's not very warm. It's not very cold. I mean, so it's terrible for maturing whiskey. I mean, you need the kind of the change in temperatures to, to really get a lot of traction out of the wood. So the only thing we could do was put it into the stillhouse. So have it right beside the stills that are working. <laughs> all that heat kind of really brings out everything, all this color that you're getting today. So yeah, for this for this whiskey, it's, it is something for us that it's, uh, it's amazing for your brand to be associated with what these guys do because they are the, They've been flying the flag high for Irish whiskey globally. I mean, if you look at, I mean, the Dead Rabbit lads. Been, even if you look at, you go into the Dead Rabbit, like you'd think you're walking into the Duke York <laughs> in a way. So, and not, not say there's there's definitely like the Duke York is one around the world, and for us to have a whiskey that's associated with them is is, is amazing in terms so. I just want to make sure the PIP didn't happen. I wouldn't want to see it's not normal. Guys, um, we talked about there about how this was all the roof and then transferred to PX. And anybody that knows my whiskey preferences, anybody that's loved, will know that I'm a wee bit of a Zen Fan fanboy. And um, and I love my I love my sherry sherry bomb whiskies. I've done Graham and Stephen and a lot more of it at the distillery. Um, and, and I guess if you look at Irish whiskey and who's doing what in Irish whiskey, you know, you have an, in Scotland you have the big names not in Scotch whiskey, you know, from the Callum through Glen Farkers, through Black Donard, through Donalerty, through Ben Ryan, through these guys are all these guys are all predominantly using old word sherry cast and finishing them up whiskey, but they're sherry bombs time and time again. And it doesn't do any harm for McCallum, doesn't do any harm for Glen Throner, doesn't do any harm for these guys, you know, the Glen Fiddick for this world. Nobody was really doing that in Ireland, and that's actually not true. And it's very obvious that one person was. And it, but they were, 
more known for their pot stall than for their sherry furnishes. But Redbreast, and we all, we're all Redbreast fanatics too, and no more so than me, you know. Um, and Paul and the guys have done a few Redbreast, and Redbreast 25 for Planet Hand was probably still the best Redbreast release there has ever been. I mean, it's an absolutely stunning, 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 stunning whiskey. Um, but Redbreast, but Redbreast just do old world sherry furnishes. Now, these ports as well, but it's old world. If you go back to the history of Dundalls and the history of that golden area of Irish whiskey, it was sherry cast, port cast, rum cast, fortified wine cast. The cast were coming from Europe and a bit coming from the Caribbean through Cork and through the West Coast. But mostly it was those sherry cast and port cast. They were the purchasing records for Old Cumber. Old Cumber was two thirds port and a third sherry. We know that from like a, something about a 20 year period. Uh, Mark and different people like that are just geeks for going through all these old records, you know, and, and we've done a bit too. We, we bought the old Cumber company there and we got five pounds of old diapers and they're just layered with dust and he was through them and we know that. We can see the purchasing records. Don Bills was about 70% sherry and 30% pork. That's the cast that we used and that's the cast that we used for not because they used them, well yes, but because we just love them. It's what we love to drink, it's what we, it's what we know and love. So, in all these Dunbar releases you're trying, from the Three Crowns up through all our releases, it's all old world craft. You know, we want, or I certainly, I want and we want to position Dunbar's as the, as one of the, you know, I mean, if we're, if we're the Glen Brunner and we're coming to Ireland, we'll be delighted, you know, but we're going to do those old world sherry purchases. 1808 is different, 1808 is a modern release, we can do all those modern playing about things with, but from Three Crowns through all the similar casts, time and time again, that's what we're going to get. We're going to get just different versions of old world craft and just hold that ground. Whereas Redbreast do it, Redbreast do it on the pot still, Dunfalls are going to hold that, are going to do that on the malts and just, you know, and try and build that reputation. So whenever you buy a Dunfalls single malt, you know, you know what you're going to get, you know you're going to experience off, you know the quality and you know roughly the, 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 the playing thing that we play in. Um, this particular release is a bit special in that we double up on the craft. So it was, into, it was in first and second full bourbon for 15 years. It then went into Oloriso for, I believe, I think four years. And again, a first fill Oloriso Portishead takes on all those deep Oloriso notes, those more, you know, those nutty notes and those stewed Christmas cake notes. And then we took it out of the Oloriso and we put it in the APX craft for, was it nine months a year? Yeah. It was in nine months in a year. I think it pretty much was a year. There's a thing. Yeah, uh, the whole thing was that we needed a summer. Because I remember it went in just at the end of the summer. And I was like, we, this needs a. Mm. Or went in at the start of the summer, sorry. Mm. And I was like, this needs a summer. Because once it hits the summer, like, with all the heat and the. Like, if anyone's been there, it's a, it's a greenhouse, essentially. <laughs> it's a terrible place to, <laughs> to be standing in in the summer because it's just all glass and with the heat of the pot stills as well. So with that, it was like, okay, this is this is perfect. So the whole way throughout the summer, because I think Palace Bar was March, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it was at the same time we trans at this at that time we transferred it in. So yeah, it's pretty much a year. Yeah. So I mean, whereas whereas most, like I said earlier, most of our most of our summer class are a kick to the side of the head. This is a kick to the side of the head, probably. You want doubling up with the other rest one, all the rest on the PX finish. Um, I mean, it's a big whiskey. It's a big whiskey. It's 54 point 
53. 53. 53. Yeah, there you go. No rehearsal. 53.8%. It casts round. So, you know, I don't know what drinks you've got or not. Um, and again, it's just it's just layers and layers of those sherry flavours. You know what I mean? So, you know, Amory phoned me at half ten this morning for tasting those. We're doing a tasting in Dublin till one o'clock yesterday morning. So, I got home half one and I was sitting at half ten this morning trying to taste whiskey and, and, and pull a few tasting notes. There's it was all for our last minute. Um, but I mean, you know, the, to me it's like Black Forest Gato, like, you know, like stewed dark cherries. There's obviously those candied orange milks that can throw in all the dumbbells. To me, like, I'm getting you know, a lot of licorice and spice in there. And then it's just the old Rissel comes through with just those stewed figs, stewed prunes. Stewed dates, stewed everything, and that's those stewed flavours come from that just thick sugary sharpness in the PX cast. You know, they just envelope, they envelope those flavours that were there from the other side already, and just envelope them in syrups, and just line the side of your mouth, and just give it a real, a real chewy viscosity, and just something that goes on and on and on. It's creamy. I think it's really, really creamy. It's creamy, juicy. For anyone who's watching this who doesn't know Belfast, I have to just say, when I was a kid growing up, and he'll tell you the same thing, it was kind of a a pilgrimage in Belfast when you went up to a bar to go to the Duke of York. It's just been iconic for so many people for so long. I, I have a group in Belfast today, a fantastic group of people from America, and they were talking to a guy in a bar we ran earlier on, and they were told, go to the Duke of York. You guys, guys from Dumbbells, have finally partnered up with Willie Jack, and yeah. you produced this stuff. Now, tell me the story of why it took so long. To partner up with Willie Jack and the Duke of York? And the Duke of York. John Marley, it, it, it's whiskey, it, it takes time. It, it, it takes its own time. I mean, it is. Uh, like I said earlier, I grew up in Jerry York. I mean, it, it, the word icons used a lot, but Jerry York, Prenahan, is a three icon, not just a whiskey, but in Belfast bars, you know. So I mean, we, we had to do it. We had to do, it, do the first one right, and it wasn't going to be any cast for Jerry York. It was going to be like a damn special cast. That PX, that other also PX, Bernice, is one that we love down there at Acknesville, and. Um, it just seemed right for for, for, for friend at hand, you know. So, oh yeah, I mean, it, it took a while, but in whiffy terms, it took no time at all. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, in whiffy terms, it was no time at all. Now, you, you've been bringing out these, these green label bottles with, in relation to other bars. Yeah. Okay. This is this is 21. 21 years old. This is our, might, might be our first 21 year old. I think it is. So, Tell me, tell me why they picked this ball. Why, why did they pick this cast? Sorry. Yeah, well, I guess um, we got Paul down maybe, I guess it was February last year. It was a year and, it was over a year ago we got, actually it was November the year before, so it was a year and a half ago we got Paul down and Willie Jack down. Willie Jack and Shane would know each other through the end, you know, through time. I was with, you know, Stephen and Paul and myself from, you know, whatever. We were, we were in the of our long time. Um, it was always something that was, 
we always kicked the idea about it. It was always kicked about. But, it, it, you know, we never actually got serious about it. Um, we never actually sat down and actually nailed it down, I suppose. And then about November 20, we sat down and said, right, we're going to do this. And once we're there with the Duke of York and with the front of hand, which is just, I mean, you've been in the front of hand, you know just how it drips, it drips in whiskey history. There's nowhere else like it in the world, in Ireland, in the world. We decided to do it. And then it, for, for, Neve, for Roy, Zach and Paul in the front of hand, it, it had to be a special craft. We'd done this combination once before, this Alderisso and PX finish, and doubled it up, and it really worked. I mean, we took a chance on it about a year and a half, about two years ago, this it was cast 1717, it was a 20 year old. I think you've tried it, Marty. And it, it nearly didn't work. It, it, in a cast, it didn't work for longer than it worked. But it just came right at the end and it, it came right, we bottled it out. And we thought we can do that again. We can do that again. It, it, the, whenever you get that other SO album and then that PX album layered up on it, so you get, these, you get all those deep sherry notes of the other Russell, those Christmas cakes, those not so sherries those dates and prunes and raisins and all. And then this syrupy PX comes in and just envelopes the whole thing in deep, dark molasses sugar and then doubles down on those sherry notes. If it works, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. The trick is getting it into the craft and out at the right time, not overdoing it, getting the balance, you know, getting the balance right. Um, and again, you know, we don't we, we, we bottled it when it's ready and... and I always I have to take my hat off to you guys. See, whenever you say the word balance, it is good, isn't it? It's awesome. It's, it's a wee bit it's, good. It's absolutely. It's a wee it's, bit good. It's the thing you guys do so well. Yeah. Is you get. It's very easy to over over sweet things and, and put all that sweetness because it appeals to people. But you find that it's sweet and it's. Layers of sweetness, loads and loads of layers of sweetness, but it's, it, it's got that balance, and it's got that balance to a point where it pulls it in, reigns it, in, and delivers it in sort of nice rolling stages. It's it it's one does. it's one of those things. No matter whether it's a blend or selecting a single craft, we get the PR12 craft rounds or anything else. The Graham myself, and now Graham myself, Stephen, Peter, Shane, Chris, Greg, we all sit around and we look for balance. We look. It's the balance we look for. We, look, we obviously yeah. look for the. We obviously look for the flavour profile and all that. But once the flavour profile is there, we we will try a cast on almost a weekly basis. We know it's getting near. We'll try, and then that once sounds it, ideal, but it's probably not as nice as you think. Once, <laughs> once it, what you know, so balance. That balance is just. It's the one we look for. We look for luxury and balance in a whiskey, and we will look. We, that's the two. That's our two markers for Dunville's. Yeah. If that makes sense, like the, the two Absolutely. markers for Dunville's, you know. So, and we do. It, it's, it's what we talk about most whenever we're sampling spirits. Feel like this. You, you guys. You, you, I mean, you know, you know, I love what you do. I've told you that from day one. Every the first time I ever met, I told you that I love what you do. And you get these bottles, and you do this wonderful thick sweetness but it's got the, the nuts and the candy and the it's apples a, it's a chewiness you want to chew it it is it's, it's a whiskey you want to chew body to it and a lot of times people don't understand it's not that they don't understand it they're maybe not appreciative of just how difficult it is 
to get those balances right and go forward yeah. with it. I mean, Marty, in truth, like I said earlier, it's someone that we don't... I know that sounds nuts, and, and that can take some water, it actually does take some water. I mean, it's someone that we find doing blends is almost more difficult for us. For example, in single malts and in these things, we just don't compromise. We, we, we always say we'd we make whiskey without compromise. And we can do that because of the setup. Because of our setup and who owns it and the lack of pressures yeah. otherwise. But, I mean, if you get the right whiskey, get the right cast, match the, match the right whiskey to the right cast, and leave it for as long as it takes. Yeah. We're not interested in six months or nine month finishes. That's five years of sherry cast. You know, we're, we're interested in three, four, five year furnaces. Yeah. You know, just leave, just put it in the right cast and leave it the hell alone. Just leave it for as long as it takes. And then once it's getting there, you'll revisit it every month and then every week and then every second day. And then you'll pull it out like, pretty much on the day that it's, you know, ordained to be bottled. You'll bottle it. You'll, and that, and it, to us, Girl, if I couldn't work for you, buddy, that's a But I mean, to us, it's not. <laughs> Like, that's not hot. That. I know it's not. I don't. I don't want to come across warm, but it's just. No, it's not. But I mean, man. Look, like, we find making eighteen a weight plan harder than making. I'm, I'm sure you probably do, but I'm, like, I'm going to tell you this. And right? as well as that, you're sitting every every day trying this sort of whiskey, but it's fucking best, best job in the world. I mean, just, this, this stuff. I mean, it just is. It's breathtaking, you guys do. And the fact that you've done it with, with, with a guy who is so respected at what he does in, in Lily Jack. Yeah. And Shane and uh, Lily Jack and, and Mark who designs the labels, the attention to detail is on another level. Yeah. I, I mean, in terms of Irish whiskey and even, even Scotch or, or bourbon, I don't care. Maybe the Japanese are slightly different, but, you know, in terms of detail, you guys, I mean, the label, that label, have a look at that. The label on that, the, the embossing, the, 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 this hand-filled, or the hand... The, the, green, the green label is a wee bit nice. just superb. <laughs> and... You already started your keeping We're filming. I know. The attention to detail is... I mean, it's just out of this world. Uh, and the green labels, all your labels are superb. They're just... And the box is beautiful. I, I, again, I, I can't read enough about the gumballs. Um, as a sign of what's to come from Megumball, when are we getting it? Charlie, please tell yeah, me this year. Um, come yeah. on. There, there's, there's some people when the distillery who think it'll happen this year. I don't. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's, Shane, 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 well, there's some people that think it will happen later this year. I know how dark it takes us to do anything, and I can't see it happening this year. I, we are in, I guess, for the first time, we are in active zone. We're in active <laughs> mode. Okay. So, for anyone that doesn't know, active is our Fields at Last Distillery. It's separate from Dunville's. And yeah, we are, we, we are in action film release we're starting preparations I don't think it'll happen this year I think if it doesn't happen this year it will happen next year I joked earlier that it'll happen this decade I do think it'll, ha- it'll probably happen next year yeah. listen I'm putting a no drop of water on that because that, that 
I, I put a teaspoon of water in that and it hasn't done what I thought it was going to do. It's lovely. This is this is 53.8. Yeah. And to be honest with you, 53.8 is perfectly drinkable. But that, that, that you said... Oh, no, it opens, it, it opens up. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. And, and you, can, you can get those different layers. It's, at 53, at the cast rounds, it's, it's, there's a dryness and a spiciness that just really works in your mouth. It just really works in your mouth. On water, it's going to open up more fruity, more chewy, more... You know, I mean, it's it gives more, more fruity, there's a, but there's actually probably there's a, lot to give. a little bit more tannin coming through there on the nose. It's a bit more tannic, it's a bit more black tea, sort of a salmon yeah. tea coming through on it on the nose and then I mean, the palate. It's one of those wishes that it's actually slightly closed at cast rounds, but in a funny way, it works when it's closed yeah. as well as when it's open. And not all, not all whiskies do. Licorice. It's like licorice L- and, chocolate, licorice. and chocolate just hitting the To me, me, you put it in water, oh. it's licorice and cinnamon. Licorice it's and cinnamon just everywhere. Just, just you know, and yeah, honestly, yeah. it's a fantastic, honest, another congrats, another triumph. Um, you have to come to the Duke the, the York and the friend at hand. If you've never been to Belfast, everyone, when they get here, raves about the place. And every time you talk about a bar and, and bars to go to, it's just iconic. It's, it, it is. I mean, I, I said it earlier. You know, I, I grew up drinking in the in, in the Duke of York from my early twenties. You know, I mean, we have done some special releases for some special places, been the Palace Bar and Celtic Whistle Shop and James Fortune, yeah. and some iconic places. But this one's special, because this one's this one's where I grew up. So as a as a as a young guy in his early twenties. I never dreamed for one second that I would work for a whiskey company that would have a, a, a release with the Finnick Han and Jerry York. I mean, it, it, it just knocks my head. It just bang. You know what I mean? It, it's, this, this, this moment is special. This is proud. This is special. This is special. Uh, as I say, uh, and you have to, I mean, people keep walking in front of the camera and there's yeah. Ray again. Well, it's busy and, and people are enjoying themselves. And this, and this, this is a, these are all guests, yeah. these are all guests that you guys have brought over. And it's, it's a special thing, it really is. Um, it's a really, it's a beautiful thing. And I'll tell you something that I've, that I've always found you guys to be, is that you're so generous in what you do. And then the, 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 the advancement of Belfast and, and Northern Ireland and the whole surrounding area, County Down and all that. Promoting whiskey. There's there's other whiskey brands but, but, here tonight. But I think we're invited them. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, my God, you know, I mean, you know, and Sarah does a great job. Matronos is as much part of Matronos is as much part of the whiskey heritage of Belfast as Dundas is, you know, and, and and working together, working together with you know Belfast is whiskey city. We're using we're using the hashtag whiskey city tonight, and we're using the one friends, and the one friends is obviously a tilt to the pen and pan. So you look around this room tonight, you know, from the Belfast yeah. Whiskey Club to yourself and Justin to Anthony and Kate Irish Whiskey Auctions to all the bars that are here, you know. You know, I mean, it, it, tonight's a special night for us. Special. Tonight's almost like a, it's a Dundas coming of age in Belfast for us. It does feel that it's, wee it's, bit, it's almost like it feels that wee bit different. And certainly, you can see, you know, there's been a whistle release of an for the last 10 years. Yeah. And you haven't always seen it in Belfast. Willie Jack and the Duke of York have flown the flag for... 30 years, not not 10, they were there well before anybody else, you I, know. I, I've been telling people about Willie Jack and, and how people used to come up to him with these bottles and say, Willie, I know you collect whiskey. This is, I mean, this was 30 years ago. 
he want that, you know, with the bit. I thought he was going, aye, so what do you want for it? And he was, he was generous but, enough at the time, giving them people things, yeah. and he's ended up with a collection. The original, the original red leather chair from Gunville's boardroom back in 1936 are upstairs in the front of the hand. <laughs> I got a phone call from an auctioneer. I got a phone call from an auctioneer company giving me the heads up that these Dunville's chairs were in this auction, or sorry, not auction, in this um, antique showroom for sale. And as always, I get there to buy them and Roy Jack's there five minutes earlier. And that's how it works. Roy Jack just has, I would say the guy has the British collection of mirrors, bottles, whiskey, and I mean, it's, you know, he has a friend of hand. He told me one day, he says, I don't see myself as a, a publican. I see myself as an antique collector. Yeah. <laughs> well, he told me earlier that he, he's extending the friend of hand and building the Whiskey Emporium beside it. And the plans are phenomenal. But he said that only 10% of his current traction is in the front of hand. Huh. 90% isn't another. Jesus. I know. Look at you. I mean, he's both. Uh, you know, hat, hats off. Hats off to him. Hats off to, hats off to Paul and Ryan, those guys. And it, it, yeah. It's yeah. Just that's, a meal. That's, that's, that's another triumph. Another triumph. Another hat in my, my meager income is going to have to go to Dunville. Listen, thanks very much, Marty, as always, thanks very much. Justin, thank you very much. Good to see you guys. Um, yeah, thank you very much.